may I speak to the glory of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. A light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people, Israel. Reading this passage, my mind went back to the prophet Isaiah, for in Isaiah 9, chapter 2, we hear the prophecy, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light, and those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light hath shined. We understand Isaiah to be prophesying about Jesus, and he speaks of the Messiah coming to a people in darkness, and then this Messiah bringing light to them. Recently, I visited the opticians, and I was told by the optician that I'm getting old. Charming, isn't it? Or rather, I was told I'm getting to the age where my eyes begin to function less well than they used to. That's not really a surprise. I'd noticed things were deteriorating for a while. Realising that I'm having to take my glasses on and off because I can't, my, dist, my glasses are for, for distances, so I need them to be able to see John at the back, but I don't need them for text so much. But I'm lazy, so I leave them on. Then I can't see the text because it's all blurry. Maybe next week I might be better, I'm collecting them. But that realisation that I'm not seeing as well as I used to. Also, I'd realised I struggle more and more in low light. It's almost comical at home sometimes. Natalie and Bridget are in the living room, quite happy with the light off. And I walk in and I switch the light on, so I can't see anything. It's constant for me, this sort of how much I can or can't see. When it's dark, or when it appears to be dark to us, even if everyone else is quite comfortable, we can't see so clearly. There are dark areas. There are irritating shadows. All is not clear. In the Gospel reading, we hear Simeon's prophecy about Jesus, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, a light for glory to your people Israel. Light for generation, uh, light for revelation, sorry, to the Gentiles. The Gentiles, of course, are those who are not the people of Israel. The Gentiles are those who are not Jewish, those who do not know Yahweh, the one and only God. Light to reveal the Messiah of God to the Gentiles. It, that's why it seems to link in with that passage from Isaiah. People walking in darkness, living in darkness, unaware of what's around them, suddenly have that light and awareness of Jesus Christ. Throughout this season of Epiphany, this season we are now coming to the end of, we have considered various different epiphanies, various revelations of people realising who Jesus is. And here is another revelation, one to the Gentiles. 
Those who do not know God have Jesus Christ revealed to them, says Simeon. And it is expressed as darkness and light, or rather light coming out of darkness, light illuminating the darkness. Something we can understand so well. Walking into a dark room, fumbling for the light switch, we know it's got to be there somewhere. And then everything is illuminated, we can see. But I suggest this revelation goes on. There are people today who do not know Jesus Christ. There are people who have never heard of him. Or maybe they've heard the name, but then think the only thing they know about Jesus is his surname, is a swear word. I have heard it said. Christ is now seen as being swearing rather than anything else. For these people, we have the challenge of making Jesus known to them. Moving from Jesus being there with them, but they being completely unaware. In the same way as we might be in a darkened room, unaware that someone or something else is there. Unaware until either the light goes on and there's cries of surprise at a surprise birthday party or as we step on a piece of Lego on the ground suddenly we realise there's something there with a scream of pain going through our foot. So we need to do our part in making Jesus known to others of being in such a position that maybe they might become aware of his light in their lives. As we approach our vision day, we have the question how we might reach out and engage with those who haven't yet heard the good news of the gospel. But also, when we switch a light on, Things are illuminated. We spot the dirty coffee mug on the table. We see the junk we've hidden behind the sofa. We see the cobwebs we've been trying to convince ourselves were only a figment of our imagination. As we become more aware of Jesus' light in our lives, things which had been hidden away become visible again. Maybe some of you saw the documentary about Bishop Peter Ball a couple of weeks ago. It was a stark wake-up call about how the church has failed at safeguarding, showing how many lessons need to be learnt at every level from parish church on upwards. With that belief, or know that that couldn't have happened no, they wouldn't do that. No, nothing had ever happened here. And that realisation that that wasn't really the case. I wonder, in our church life here, are there things which have been hidden away? Things which need to be acknowledged, dealt with, 
forgiveness sought and given so that the church is able to move on unencumbered by the unwanted baggage of the past. Maybe there might be some things we are vaguely aware of. Maybe there are some things we've been trying our hardest to hide away, pretending they don't exist, brushing it under the carpet until, in all honesty, the carpet has a massive mound in the middle of it, but we still don't want to admit that there's something wrong. But when the light of Jesus Christ comes in, that is all illuminated. It is revealed. And then finally, it is possible to be dealt with. As we move to our vision day, as we move from the crib of Jesus to the cross of Lent, may we experience the light of Christ illuminating every part of our existence. And so, may we be better able to share the light of Christ with others while dealing with whatever has been revealed in our lives. A light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people, Israel. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.